You often feel tired, not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light in you. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thank you for giving us a shot. You can subscribe to Wisdom Worth Knowing on all the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If for some reason we're not on a network that you prefer, please let me know, and I'll see that we get on there. The show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. And take advantage of that free limited time offer. You can cancel any time if you find audiobooks are not right for you. You often feel tired, not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light in you. generalizations aren't always great for all of us, but I I definitely get the point of this post. This is uh, one of the popular posts that was uh, on our Facebook page. That is what determines the topics that are discussed during the show. After the show covers the discussion, we do go into the chat to talk about whatever messages you leave during the broadcast. So if you want to comment on Facebook or YouTube, feel free to do so. You often feel tired. Are many of you exhausted? Because I've had two types of exhaustion in my life, and I still frequently have two types of exhaustion in my life. Um, One of them is what I'd call a spiritual or existential exhaustion, and then the other one is literal physical exhaustion. I don't think this quote is talking about the literal physical exhaustion. I think it's talking about the depressed or anxious exhaustion that comes with being squeezed spiritually and emotionally to the point of barely being able to pick yourself up that day. And and I've definitely been on, on that end of the spectrum uh, quite a few seasons of my life. And then there's just the general physical exhaustion that comes with being physically exhausted. I mean, we are human beings. We have physical limitations. It's something that is a pet peeve of mine quite frequently. Just ask my wife. I'm the kind of person who will squeeze himself physically to a ridiculous degree. And I won't take care of myself and I will be physically exhausted. And then I'll be mad and anxious because I'm physically exhausted because I'm not. (laughs) It's hard to be the best version of yourself when you're physically just at capacity or beyond capacity. Very, very frequently to this day, to this very morning, a problem for me. The physical exhaustion portion. So finding a balance on on the physical exhaustion and then finding a balance on the emotional is extremely important, I think. And so we're going to talk about this. You often feel tired portion, especially in the spiritual and an emotional part, because a lot of the times we we are just negligent of ourselves and we don't stop to take the time to fill ourselves back up. 
and I don't know if you're like this, but it is easy to neglect ourselves, which is unfortunate, but it is something that can easily be avoided. But it's not good. I mean, there there are aspects of our lives in which, especially as you start to kind of cultivate friendships and relationships, and then you start to have people or even animals that are dependent on us, it's very easy to make our lives about other people and other things and to, and to kind of shelf our own needs. I think this is a personality type thing too. Not everybody has this problem. Um, some people are, are, are good at this. They're, they're really good at taking care of themselves. And, make, and taking the time to take care of themselves. My wife has always been great at this. I've, I've never been good at this. Uh, I, I've always been able to put off what I want in a lot of areas, not every area. but And it sounds like, oh, it's, it's a great habit. But that taken to an extreme isn't good either. Like putting our needs on the shelf can be good because it allows us to have discipline to do things like save well, like save financially for things or or skip the Netflix binges so that I can focus on my work. And, and there are benefits there, right, of shelving what we want to do so that we can focus on something that is investing in our long term. So there's benefits there. But if we shelf what we want and need for too long it kind of defeats the purpose of even investing in ourselves (laughs) because then we have nothing that actually brings us joy in our lives and although we can we can be successful and we can do things well we can also become miserable and bitter and resentful because our lives basically aren't focused on our own needs, even a little bit. I have to be intentional about this. It actually takes effort for me to sit down and invest time in taking care of myself emotionally. It does not come naturally to me. What comes naturally to me is neglect, self-neglect. And I, I don't know if you guys struggle with this or not. I, I, I'm genuinely curious to get feedback on that. But, but what, I, what I actually have to do is I have to intentionally put the phone aside. And then I've got to make sure that I'm intentionally doing something that is not productive. Because in my brain, everything that I do has to have some existential or intrinsic value to it. Like all the time. And ironically, it's very difficult for me to put value on just enjoying something. And I've gotten better at it. Because I, I've started to realize that if I if you don't take this self-care thing seriously, then it is very difficult to to do other things well. Like if, if we become spiritually and emotionally drained to the point of exhaustion, then it it spills over into all the other areas of our life. We, we end up not being as good of workers. We end up not being as good of fathers or as good of spouses or partners. We 
we end up being bitter or resentful and grumpy all the time. And so we often feel tired, not because we're doing too much, which that is that is part of it, but because we don't do or we do too little of what sparks this light in us. And for each of us, what sparks this light is something different. Like we all have these weird, quirky things that just fill us up. I like to I like to think of it in in the context of what C.S. Lewis said is is art does not have value rather it gives value to life. Art has no life value, rather it gives value to life. So in other words, if we don't stop to consume the things that remind us of what life, of the beautiful things of life, the things we enjoy, that sparks that light in us, then we kind of lose sight lose sight of of why life is great to begin with and why we're investing all of our time and energy in making our lives better or making ourselves better. So we need to find that balance where we are spending time with the things that light us up and remind us that life is good. There's good things that are worth enjoying. So that way we have that that kind of energy or that inner light that we can use to take us back into the responsibilities. We can carry it with us as we lift those heavy loads of the everyday. Because those heavy loads of the everyday are what crush us, right? It's not the, generally it's not the big life events. It's the day in, day out drudgery of everyday living and existence that tend to crush us under them slowly. So if we don't have in our routine something that reminds us of why we're carrying that load, it's very, very easy to lose sight of why we're doing what we're doing and to kind of get crushed slowly. Speaking of what sparks a light in you, this show is brought to you by Amazon Audible, where listening is the new reading. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. This is one of the things that actually spark the light in me is to stop and listen to an audiobook, and I can pop in my earbuds and discover my next exciting adventure or expand my knowledge directly from my PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, which they aren't for anyone, for everyone, sorry, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up for this limited time special offer just for my listeners. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org. Reading and good narrative and good storytelling is one of the things that sparks, sparks a light in me. And when I had kids and I started taking on my full-time job, I work probably about 45 to 50 hours a week in my job. And then I do this, and this actually helps spark a light in me, having, you know, spending time with you guys and uh, the the listeners, and then doing the show. 
Um, and then I had children, which are, are a heavy burden and responsibility, but in a good way. They, I, I, my life is immensely better after having kids, but it, but it is exhausting. Um, reading was one of my favorite pastimes and stories. And I used to experience a lot of the in-depth stories through my video games. I used to play games, and my favorite games were generally about 50 to 100 hours long. The last game I thoroughly enjoyed was probably The Witcher 3. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because the game took me about 120 hours to do it the way I like to do it. So it took me about a year to fully enjoy that narrative and that story. And audiobooks were a great compromise for me because I could pop in earbuds and actually listen to stories and well-written stories with less time and attention commitment than gaming required of me. Now, it's not the same completely because I still love gaming, but just at this current season of my life, I cannot enjoy the types of games the way I like to enjoy them. So audiobooks were a great compromise for me because I, I love stories. And I love well-written stories and I'm not always in a place where I can sit down and read. So we do need to discover what it is that sparks that light in us. And this level of exhaustion we can experience from taking on too much responsibility is something we need to find a balance for because there's something I've also noticed if, is if you are a responsible person and you're genuinely kind of helpful, it becomes extremely easy to take on additional responsibilities. It's a lot easier to take on additional responsibilities and obligations than it is to let go of existing responsibilities and obligations. And so your jar, so to speak, can fill up pretty quickly. There's always new things to commit to. There's always new jobs that need done, new people who need help. And it, it, it's easier in a lot of ways to take on these newer responsibilities that drain you than it is to take on, at least in my experience lately, than it is to take on the things that actually give you rest and make you feel like there's some value in your life. And so I don't know specifically what it is that looks like rest for you, what sparks this light in you. But like I said, even with the audiobooks thing, I had to adjust. I had to find a compromise based on my current living time constraints. I could not enjoy the thing that gave, sparked a light in me in that I used to do in my youth because it, it's so time consuming. And with my current level of responsibility, I had to find something that kind of met in the middle. So so me listening to books was was kind of a good compromise because I had I just did not have the time that was conducive to what I used to do to spark this light in me. And it and it, it kind of sucks transitioning from my old passion to finding a new passion. But as I kind of settled into that new hobby, so to speak, that kind of sparked a light in me, then then it 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 worked better because I like I said, it was more accessible to me in my current stage of life. And and you can always go back to things later. 
if you find yourself in a situation. So it's kind of finding that balance of things that you are responsible for and you need to dedicate time and energy to, and then making sure we are, you are also spending enough time on yourself to fill you up. And, and maybe there's certain things that fill you up that are just too time consuming. And they are, and there are other things you need to kind of branch out and experiment with to maybe find more time, um, less time intensive or time consuming things that can fill you up. So that's something to consider. It, it doesn't hurt to branch out a little bit and try different things to see if they will offer this benefit of filling you up with less waste of your time because if your hobby requires for you to enjoy it 20 to 40 hours a week then it's not a hobby it's a job it's a jobby <laughs> do you have a jobby so it's like we we do need to find something that kind of is realistic you know and and this is really kind of depressing in a lot of ways because a lot of games or a lot of hobbies now are super time consuming for you to fully enjoy them. And this is not good. Like we, we'd still need to do something that is productive in our lives. We can't have, we can't have our lives revolve around time consuming hobbies. Because I, I mean, I believe at the end of the day, we do need to have some form of service in our life, something that actually pours out rather than consumes. We, we we can't just be only takers. We do need to be givers because I think there's self-esteem, necessary self-esteem in giving back. And, and if we don't stop and have some portion, and this could be something as simple as just having a job, right? Like when we go to our jobs, we are serving in some capacity. You know, we, we're, we're contributing to something in some way. And so I, I definitely think that there is a self-esteem that comes with that, with doing a job and doing it well. And don't let anybody devalue the job that you do because every job matters to the person who's receiving the service. Like it matters who is running the machines that clean our cars. It matters who's in the kitchen cooking our food. And it matters to people if those things are done and done well. So there's in, there is immense value in it. You know, in a superficial culture we're in, we assume that everything we have to do has this has to have this mountaintop experience value to it. And this is hard for me to remember, too, but the little things arguably are of more value on a day to day basis to people. Than the big mountaintop things that seem to have significant value. It's like the culmination of all these law, little acts of services have far more value and contribution to people's lives than they give them credit for. The, the, the little things that people take for granted are arguably the most important things. That's why they take them for granted, because they literally rely on them day in and day out. And so if you're part of an act of service that is part of people's taken for granted, then you are serving in a capacity that is of immense value because you are so essential that people take you for granted. It is unfortunate. It's not happening. You know, nobody likes being taken for granted. 
So, you know, you don't always have gratitude. Like, you're not always going to experience gratitude on the receiving end of that. In fact, you may actually experience a level of disdain from people who don't even understand how important it is to do what it is you're doing well. There might only be a small group of people who fully appreciate and value what it is that you're doing. But that doesn't make it less valuable. People's perceptions of how of what you do and how well you do it is not the point. Like people frequently take others for granted. We even do it in our relationships. We take each other for granted, but that doesn't mean our relationships don't have value. In fact, our closest relationships that we take the most for granted are genuinely and generally the most important relationships in our lives. So don't be afraid to do the little things well. And then don't forget to do what sparks a light in you. If there is anything in the discussion time, we're going to move into that here shortly. But before you go, thank you for joining. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network if you're on there right now. That helps the show grow. You can also subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. The show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now for a limited time offer for my listeners at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. You often feel tired not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light in you. And on the live chat, chat, Wendy, welcome back. Wendy says, good morning. How was your morning? My morning is good. Um, I am adapting to this waking up at 530 in the morning thing. I've never been a morning person. That might sound weird to the people listening to this show. But we are on episode 38, 37 right now. So I've been trying to do one of these every single day in order to cultivate that morning habit. And, and it's gotten better. So I'm not, as, I'm not as exhausted as I usually am this early in the morning. It also depends on how when I get, when I get to sleep. But my morning has been good. I can honestly say that. I, uh, everything went smoothly in terms of the wake-up routine and the prep work for the show. So good morning to you. I hope yours is going well as well. Gianna says good morning as well. Welcome back, Gianna. Is it Jenna? It's not Gianna. It's got to be Jenna. So thanks for joining in the show. So what is it that sparks a light in you? What is the thing that makes you feel alive? Hopefully it's something that's good for you. But um, let's stop today and let's try to take the time to invest in ourselves to try to find out and, and do a little bit of self-discovery, pull out a notepad and write out a list of things that you just enjoy that make you feel alive, that make you go, you know what? Life ain't so bad. Write out that list. And then, you know what? Out of all the things on the list, circle the one that you think is circle here, circle two of them. Circle the one thing that gives you the most sense of purpose and then, then circle the one that is the most time conducive. And then this week, schedule a time to do the thing that sparks the most or the brightest light in you. 
at least once this week at some point. And then for the one that's the least time consuming, find a way this week to squeeze 10 to 15 minutes of it in your schedule. If that's like listening to music, find a way to squeeze it into your routine at some point of the day and then and then truly enjoy the thing for that 15 minutes. And see if that helps. Take a take a a mini break in the middle of the day to do that thing that is the least time consuming for like 10 to 15 minutes. Preferably in the middle of your day when you when you're starting to kind of wane down and you're starting to kind of feel that draining sensation to kind of reinvigorate. And see how that works for you. See if that helps. You've been listening to the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. Thank you for joining me today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network. That's YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Don't forget to visit us at wisdomworthknowing.org, where you can connect to all of the episodes and listen to them there. You can also um, uh, donate if you feel the show is beneficial for you, because that will also help the show grow. And until tomorrow, you often feel tired, not because you've done too much, but because you've done too little of what sparks a light in you. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today. Because as always, that is all we can do. Have a wonderful morning, and I will see you all tomorrow.